Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. Uh, feels like I haven't talked to you guys in a while. I literally say that every week, but today has been quite the day. Um, I was planning on recording, but I was going to record an episode alone, and then this really strange person was like, hey, can I be on the podcast? And her name is Meredith. Not sure if you guys know who she is, but take hey, over. I am here. <laughs> I am here. And Lexi asked me. I didn't ask her. She asked me, guys. <laughs> Please. Okay, yeah, no, that is true. I was like, hey, you want to record? She's like, uh, yeah, I mean, okay. And today's been a weird day because we finally got back to my little treehouse to record, and I was trying to figure out the microphone because if you guys have been listening for a while, you know that the past few episodes, the audio has been a total disaster, and it just has not worked at all. So I'm using a different microphone that's, like, connected to the recorder, and I don't know what this is going to sound like. But I hope it sounds okay, and I promise I'm working on getting all of that audio stuff fixed. It's just really hard when I feel very far away from the real world. But anyways, this episode is going to be titled This Moment, because I've been working really hard on living in the moment, because we all can get so caught up on looking towards the future and trying to figure out what the future is supposed to look like, or dwelling on like what we didn't do in the past, and in the midst of all that, you miss the moment itself. And then I decided... Meredith was going to be a part of this too because both of us have been working on this. In the moment. In the moment. In this moment. In this moment. On this podcast on this called The Moments Podcast. Isn't that just <laughs> crazy? Meredith and I watched this TikTok. We both, did I send it to you or we both saw it? I think Lexi sent it to me, but we were sitting right next to each other on the couch and then she showed it to me after she sent it to me. Okay, you know what? Sometimes <laughs> I, I details, did, details. I did do that. Details. And. It was a TikTok about how a lot of people are feeling this shift in their life and they feel as though it's shifting from season one to season two and Meredith and I have felt that pretty heavy. Tell us tell us when we felt it. When when did oh, when did hmm. it happen? Well, when she showed me the TikTok, I was kinda like, dang, okay, that's kinda true. I feel I feel something's shifting, something's changing in the air. And then one night we were riding our little bikes to Foodland. We never ride bikes. We never ride bikes. So this was this was kind of this was kind of a big deal. Especially at night. Like we were we weren't even gonna ride them at night and we were like, you know what, let's just do it. And then it was raining and it, it was, was really getting fun. dark. It was getting dark. We were kinda lost. Well not really, but like yeah. it was a little spooky. And then all of a sudden I looked at Lexi and I was like, Man, season two just started, like right now. Like yeah. you just felt this like You literally energy felt the shift of energy shift. in your body and and we were going, and we were going to get groceries, and oh my gosh, a kitty just walked into the treehouse. Hello, Peaches. Peaches. Hi, baby. Peaches, take over the podcast. All right, we have two special guests this week, I guess. Okay, little, there was a cat intermission, but the real, the real point during this bike ride that really felt like we were shifting from season one to season two was when we were driving, not driving, oh my gosh, we were biking, and we passed the first house, you guys know, like, the boys, like, like, Chucky and, and Jack, they were living in this house. Chucky wasn't even living there. Anyways, our friends were living in this house when we first moved out here, and it was the first place we hung out with them, and we were biking past it, and there was this new group of guys that were just walking back to the house, and we did not talk to them at all, but it, it just felt like a shift. It was like, oh, okay, like, that chapter closed, and now the next one is opening. Like, the new characters are being... New characters being introduced, unlocked, and we were saying like, "Oh, we're gonna see someone in Foodland that like is gonna be a part of season two. And we saw two people that we never see in the grocery store here, and we were like, "Hold on, this is weird." And that was really what when season two started. But I think that 
something that should be noted is that season two is a, a, a shift that we're all going to feel very soon. And it's just where you kind of change from, like, the same way you've been living things, the same way you've been feeling things, the same way you've been thinking about things and perceiving them, and now you're going to see things completely different, right? Like, how would you explain what season two is? Like, season one was, like, the introduction. It's like, you're getting to know yourself, you're getting to know the people around you, you're getting to know, you know, who, you, like, you want to surround yourself with, who you don't want to surround yourself with. Everything is, like, you're thinking it. But then season two is it's actually becoming mm-hmm. the reality. So like you're taking the steps that you wanted to do in season one, and you're putting them into action in season two. Yes. You know? Yes, and you're literally like the. I I think season two is once you feel like you've really started growing up. Like yeah. season one is a lot of your your childhood and like what it was like when you were in high school and college and like you you make new friends and you meet new people. But then through the end of season one you kind of start to realize what friends you actually want to keep close to you. And you kind of just said that, but, like, the energy that you actually need to surround yourself with, and then in season two, that is the only energy that you choose to keep around you. So if you're finding yourself in season one and you're ready to shift to season two, honestly, I don't know if you can control that because it's going to happen when it's going to happen and you're going to feel it. But I have a feeling season two is happening for a lot of us since most of us listening are all kind of the same age-ish, Right? Yeah. Season two, universal experience, because everyone we've talked to about <laughs> it is like, yeah, I totally saw that TikTok, and same. So I don't know. And on the note of season two starting, I was making this little outline for Mary and I to use when we record this episode, and I wrote down a couple things that you could journal about if you do feel yourself kind of starting to shift into season two, or if you are looking forward to it. But I wrote down, like, the journal prompt is, who are you in season two? So, like, write about the version of yourself that you are in this era. Like, who do you want to be? How do you want to be perceived? And obviously, you don't have control over how people perceive you, but you do have control over how you perceive the world. And when you perceive the world in a good light, the world will then see you in a good light. So, I don't know, just write down what the best version of yourself looks like and what she does and, and what she wears and what her style's like and who she hangs out with and, and what she does with her free time and, and her hobby. Okay, you guys get the point. And then I also wrote down, Who are the characters in season two? Like, who do you want to come with you from season one to season two? And who do you think needs to stay in season one? This is a heavy one because nobody really wants to, like, think about who they don't want in their life anymore. But I do think there's a lot of us that have a lot of situations where we're realizing that we're not growing from it anymore. And it's time to just, like, leave it in the past, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then also I, the last one I wrote down was, like, what's the location? Like, where do you want to be this season? You, you, you have, like, an increased budget on, on – I mean, that's just what the TikTok said. Anyways, where do you want to be? <laughs> Write about it. That's all I got. Do you have any journal ideas for season two? Um, hmm. I also think you should reflect on season one because there's definitely so much that we all learned in season one. Yeah. I feel like writing about, like, the things that have been on your heart in season one that, like, you – like, they always stuck around, and they were, yes. you kept coming back to them. Like, write those things down so then you can see it, and then think, like, okay, like, these have obviously been on my heart for a while, so, like, what can I do to, like, take action? And there's a reason that they've been on your heart yeah. for a while. And honestly, this is something else I wanted to talk about in this podcast, is that I watched, on Sunday, Meredith and I watched her home church on her computer while we were sitting in the kitchen, and it was, like, the coolest thing ever, and it talked so much about that like when something's put on your heart 
you have to, what, what, I'm really bad at, <laughs> today I can't put anything into words. My brain is not working, but Meredith, do you want me to try? Like, when, so there's, like, different, like, stages, basically. So it's, like, perceiving things is, like, kind of, like, the first stage. So it's, like, the things that you hear or you do, and then they kind of stick around, and, like, they stay, like, in your mind and, like, your heart for a while. Like, those are things that, like, God has placed, like, on your heart for a reason. You might not know it right now, but, like, they're there for a purpose. And then, like, the promise, which is, like, after that, and it's that God wouldn't put something on your heart that he wouldn't fulfill and that he wouldn't, like, have you, like... Cheat. Like, he wouldn't put it on you if he didn't think you could achieve it. Yeah, yeah. Because you are. Yeah. It's on your heart for a reason, and that's your purpose, and that's your passion, and you have to continue to chase that and work towards that because it's what you're... It's what you're capable of. Yeah. And if you believe in yourself, that's just, like, kind of the number one step because God believes in you, too, and you're going to make it happen. But it was just really cool, and it definitely got me back in touch with, I don't know, I don't talk about Christianity on here too much, and I'm not really going to get too much into it right now, but I will say that church was awesome, and last night I was saying this prayer, and I, I pray often, but I, like, was really deep in thinking about what I wanted to say and what I wanted to talk about and how I wanted to connect with God in this moment. And this seriously feels so weird for me to talk about, but it was at like 3 a.m. literally last night. And right when I, I was writing it down in my notes, right when I wrote like, amen, I heard sirens. And when my grandpa passed, he used to be a firefighter. So anytime we hear sirens now, we're like, oh, Poppy's watching over us. And at 3 a.m., right as I typed um, amen, I heard the sirens. And I was like, okay, that's a really cool sign. And that definitely means something and I don't know if you've just been looking for a sign to like get back into it and get back in touch with God like this is your sign to do it if you want to take it that's on you you guys know how I feel about religion I think worship whatever you want but that's just my take anyways yeah I literally don't know how to talk about religion but maybe we'll (laughs) we'll dive deeper into that another day um you're doing great thank you thank you and honestly I owe a lot of that to Meredith because she told me her church was awesome she told me her pastor was great and I was like okay like we'll see and then I was watching and I was listening and I was like oh my gosh she thinks like I do like he because he just it just connected in my brain yeah a lot of times I'll go to church and I'll be like okay this isn't connecting any pieces for me but he just made it feel so comforting and so relatable and I think that that was probably the coolest part and he talks with you not at you and makes it just I don't know, I follow him really well, too, because he kind of jumps around, and that's yeah, what I think. exactly. But it's the Fenton Freedom Center. If you guys want to look it up on Facebook, they yes, have... definitely should. They have live streams of church. That's what I do sometimes when I'm out here, but it's amazing. It's the best yeah. place. and honestly, I've gone to church here a couple times, and I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I also go to meditation when I'm here on Sundays, so I normally kind of decide between the two, and I lean a little bit more towards meditation, but then we couldn't make it to church. I wasn't going to make it to meditation on Sunday, and Mary was like, oh, let's just watch. And I was like, okay. And then we ended up getting hooked. That's so, like, rare because I've never really, like, been like, you know what, let's just let's just watch it Yeah, instead. even when we've skipped church in the past. Or yeah. not necessarily me because I, I am so yeah. all over the place with it. But, like, you won't normally watch it. Yeah. But it was random. And then we did. The message was so good. It was so fitting for what we've been feeling. And obviously we can't go too far into detail on every emotion that we've been feeling. But I think a lot of us can relate to the fact that we just need comfort in knowing that we're where we are when we need to be there. And I think that's why this all kind of ties back into this moment and being present because everything that's happened in the past few days of my life has just kept bringing me back to this realization that I am right where I'm supposed to be and I need to just keep following my heart and trusting my gut and 
just trusting God on this one, you know, and, and letting him take me through everything that I'm going through. I feel like I'm rambling, but also there's just so many pieces that connect. And then ever since church, we've met these new friends who are also like super Christian. And I don't know, this is a kind of a lot about religion for me to talk about, but (laughs) Meredith, tell, tell us, tell them about our friends. Our friends are the best, (laughs) not to brag guys, but I don't even know how we honestly met them. I think that I met I'm like, can I name drop in yeah, here? Yeah, we can okay. name drop. We can name drop. <laughs> I think, uh, well, I know. I met Mitchell <laughs> at um, a youth group at our church here in Hawaii. And I remember, like, we, he was, like, friends with some of our friends. And I went up to him, and I, like, we introduced ourselves. And then as soon as I, like, introduced myself to him, I was like, okay, this guy, like, he's going to be around for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, but, like, I know we're going to be besties. And here we are. Messies for the Messies. Yeah, and I hadn't met him. So you guys, I was home for a while, uh, but I came back, and I had been seeing them post about this kid named Mitchell. I'm like, who is this kid Mitchell with this mullet? I was like, obviously, if <laughs> mullet man. Mullet man. If he's friends with my friends, I'm sure he's great. And then I met him literally when I got back, a, like, a week ago, and he's just already made such an impact on my life. And I think, like, I can easily say that him and his brother Riley have become literally some of our best friends shout out shout out the brothers shout out the bros but have also brought me so much closer to god and that's just so cool and again it's so weird to say but it's really awesome to be just like feeling connected again and the book i'm reading right now is called uh a stranger in the lifeboat and it's by mitch album and i've read a couple of his other books first time i read five people you meet in heaven i didn't love it and then i read the next person you meet in heaven and it became like my favorite book series and meredith read the first one i told her she has to read the second one but she felt the same way about the first one. She's like, eh, I just don't know. And I'm like, read the second one. So tell me I to read it. I need to re- I'm going to read the second one, guys. She's going to read it, and then she's going to see. But anyways, this book, I got it a long time ago, and I haven't touched it. It's just been sitting around. I'm like, oh, this is the next book I'm going to read, and I haven't been reading. And randomly, last night, I was like, I am going to actually read it now. And... The, the book literally talks about, like, God and trusting and believing. And I was like, this is actually crazy. And it literally says in the book, like, North Shore. And we are living currently on the North Shore of Oahu. And I'm like, that's really random. And just so many other little words in the book that just connect way too heavily to my life right now. I'm like, okay, God was waiting for me to read this at the right time. And he handed it to me now. And I'm reading it now. And it's trippy. I'm on, I'm on page 100, so I'll keep you updated on it. But it's really good so far. And if you need a book recommendation, there you go. <laughs> but no so many signs so many so many, so many things lately. are aligning like it's just it's literally just proof that mm-hmm. like everything happens for a reason everything <laughs> happens for a reason and if you guys never forget it you know how I always say that thing like everything happens for a reason and if you don't know what the reason is right now it's because you're in the happening that came from Meredith when did you even first I tell me that? don't know I really don't know I think I was like trying to like comfort you or something and like I can't comfort people like I'm really bad no, at like Meredith says she advice. can't comfort people but she has actually been like the person that comforts me the most maybe not in like the classic like no it's gonna be okay kind yeah. of way like she just makes me laugh and that's, I, that's I what I try and do I try and make it funny and then when like I can't make it funny I'm like well you know everything happens for a reason and yeah. it's like Oh, okay. <laughs> you and Lisa both comfort me in the same way, and I think that's why I love it so much, because, like, I don't really want to be coddled. Like, if I'm going yeah. through it, like, I know I'm, I know everything happens for a reason. I know I'm, I'm going to be okay. Like, you don't <laughs> have to make me feel like I'm some sad... Yeah, yeah. Like mood, a pity like, party. Yeah. I'm like, just, just make me laugh, okay? I'm going to get over this. But anyways, that's that on that. 
Meredith says some really wise stuff sometimes, and she, doesn't, she just pulls it out of her butthole, I swear. Like, one time, I go, oh, I'm having deja vu. She goes, that means you're on the right path. And I was like, oh, my God, like, where'd you hear that? Like, I love that. She's like, I don't know, I just made it up. I'm like, all right, girl. No, I heard that somewhere, though, that when you have deja vu, it means, like, you're on the right path. And I was like, you know what? That's kind of comforting, so I'm, I'm going to take that as it is, and I'm going to, like... And now, every time I have deja vu, it's literally what I think of. So, thank you, Meredith. And if it's wrong, then don't come at me. No, 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 it's not wrong. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't know what it is, but... Anyways, I want to talk about our friends more, because after I decided we were going to record together, I posted on my Instagram story a little question box, like, what should I talk about with Meredith? And in one of the boxes, it was like, how do you meet new friends, and how do you know that, like, you should become friends with someone? And the way I feel about this is that the right people are going to be brought into your life in the right time, and I've always believed that. But this past week, it's just been so right in front of my face that, like, I literally couldn't miss it if I tried. I had no intentions of meeting this kid, Mitchell, or his brother, (laughs) Riley. Like, would not have known who these people are. And they were literally placed right in front of my face in my house. And I'm like, okay, these these people are going to be in my life for a while. Like, they... They're funny. We we cook meals together. We laugh. Like, we're literally children when we <laughs> hang out with them. No, it's so fun. It, it is so fun. No, it's really crazy, though, because if they, like, the timing is unbelievable that, like, they just so happen to, like, come into our life. And, like, we have mutual friends with them, too. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how we didn't meet before. Like, the timing's I, just too good. It's way too good. And they've, like, been absolutely amazing. They've spoke so much, like truth and like light into our lives that it's like no they wow. literally speak facts no they it's do like every conversation that we have I'm I'm taking something away from it or I'm, I'm understanding something deeper and I think that that is a true sign that those are the kind of people you need to have more of in your life when you can learn from them and evolve from them and grow and just feel like genuine happiness and like like a friendship shouldn't feel so heavy Friendship should be easy. It should be simple. It should be flowing. And don't get me wrong. This is still a new friendship. I know that friendship (laughs) takes work, but it's just an energy that you can feel. Yeah. No, they have such good energy. They do. And I saw Guys, if you're listening. Yeah, of course. Are you listening? They're probably not. No, they're literally not. We'll hear from them maybe like a few years from now and they'll be like, oh, we just listened to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Y'all are weirdos. Why did you say all that stuff? Guys, we don't know each other that well. Come on. No. (laughs) The thing is, we literally don't. But we've literally spent probably the four, the last, okay, glitching. The last four days together, so I think you learn a lot about people in that time frame. It's really fun, too, because we'll just be sitting there, and, I'll, like, it'll be silent, and someone will go, so, like, what's your guys' favorite color? Yep. And then, like, we get really deep into it Or we'll it talk, no or we're like, have you ever been in love? Like, what's your <laughs> yeah. biggest red flag? Like, what do you look for in a lover? Like, just the coolest stuff, because since we don't know each other so well, it, it's just so fun to learn while They're we're just... playing country music yeah. and cooking dinner or skating down the road. They're, like, comfort friends. Like, you don't have to put up a mask. You Mm -hmm. just get to, like, show up as you are, and they just love you. And it's so awesome. And I think that those are the friends that are really just going to be handed to you and placed right in front of your face because, yes, it's it's awesome to introduce yourself to people and to meet new people. And if you feel pulled to do that, I think that that is 1,000% something you should do. It's good to meet everyone and to know people. But the people who are meant to be your true friends – will just naturally stick around longer. You'll hang out often. It won't be, like, I don't even know how we started hanging out with them every single day, but it just happened. <laughs> every no, day we're, like, really FaceTime. I'm like, oh, what are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, well, I guess we're all hanging out. And <laughs> No, Mitchell was like, yesterday we had breakfast together, and then he <laughs> said something about lunch, and I was like, well, when did you have lunch? Like, I was, like, offended that, like, we weren't at lunch with him. <laughs> Meanwhile, he didn't. Like, we all yeah, had lunch yeah, together. It's yeah. just like, he went to surf for an hour. But 
I don't know. I also think that it's been really comforting for both Meredith and I because we've both been in this kind of weird state where we know that we love it here more than anything. Like, we have the most incredible people around us, the most beautiful environment. It's literally Hawaii. There's nothing to complain about. But we've both been feeling this, again, back to, like, the season two thing, this shift to where it's like, okay, we're ready for the next chapter. We've been out here for such a long time. And there's so much more we want to do and see and and be and focus on and prioritize. And some of that can just be hard to do when you're in the same place, especially when it's so far away. And then, not sure exactly where I was going with that, but we just kind of started hanging out with them. And it just, it's letting us leave here on a really good note of, I don't know. Do you know what I was going with that? Not really, but like it made made a little bit of sense. And like that checks out. It checks out. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now. So getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true. One thing that I absolutely love about Thrive is that they have clean, skin-loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. You guys know if you follow me anywhere But just listening to the podcast, makeup isn't my strongest suit, but I do love to play around with it, and Thrive makes it so simple. And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive, which is so beautiful. And they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner, which is so cool. You can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to, and then go jump in the pool. But my most favorite, other than their mascara, which is my top tier Thrive Cosmetics product, it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara. It's tubing. It is, I wear it in the water. It doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda. It is incredible. But they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter. You can use it in your inner corner. I have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash moments. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order. We all know how much taking a small action can make a big difference in your life or somebody else's life, whether that's smiling at a stranger, waking up 30 minutes earlier, practicing a new skill for a few days. Small actions go a long way. And the small action I've added to my life lately is taking Seeds DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. It helps maintain a healthy gut and healthy digestion. I genuinely feel things moving through my body easier and I feel better overall taking it. It doesn't only just help your digestion and your gut, it also helps your heart health and your skin. And you just take two little capsules a day. It's also very awesome for me to know that it's backed by science and lots of it. When it was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome, it's a product that you know you can trust. And also, our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for all of the things like digestion, skin health, heart health, and your immune system. Overall, it is a great thing that you should take. So trust your gut with Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash moments and use code 25moments to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash moments. Code 25moments. You're going to absolutely love it. It's been my favorite thing to take. 
Okay, so also in the question box, moving on from the friends thing, someone was like, are you guys sad you're not going to be living together anymore? And I honestly got a little bit emotional because I didn't even really think or process or realize that once we leave this time, like, the goal is, yes, that we're going to come back in the winter, but we're not going to be, like, like roommates anymore. It's season two. I'm like, I still nah, want to be roommates. Nah, nah, we're, we're roommates. Yeah, at some point, we have so many fun things coming up. Like, I am moving into the duplex when I get home, which I think is another reason I'm just so ready to get home. There's so much I want to do there. But I, I told Meredith she has to come stay with me for a while because I have two bedrooms. And she basically, I was like, just move in. Let's just come to Florida. <laughs> just, just come to Florida. And I said, okay. <laughs> and then we also decided we were going to plan a trip to go to a Justin Bieber concert in May in Nashville so if you guys are going to that let me know we haven't planned that at all but it's all up in the air it's all up in the air Justin if you're listening we would love some we would nice tickets yeah VIP backstage <laughs> uh, let, let us know Justin I know you love the podcast Justin I know you're an avid listener you listen every Monday morning but what else are we doing this summer Meredith hmm we might hmm. be going on a little trip we might be going on a little trip with my family Family trip with the dog. It's going to be so epic. I'm actually so excited. I'm trying to convince Mare's parents to come too. I think that they might. They might do it. They might. They're down. They're always down for a good family trip. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I also want Mare to come to Costa Rica with me. Which I'll probably do that too. Yep, she's probably going to do that. So you're probably going to be hearing a lot more <laughs> of us. So just because we won't be roommates anymore, that doesn't mean that we won't hang out way too often. <laughs> Anyways, the next thing that was put in the little question box was... How do you know where you fit in? And this one I've been feeling a lot, too, and I think that's probably why I wrote it down from the question box. But, again, back to our our awesome friends. Clearly, I'm very grateful for them. But you know where you fit in when you can be yourself and you can laugh and you can embarrass yourself and you can be annoying and you can do weird dance moves and no one really thinks twice about it. You never feel judged. You never feel, I don't know. Meredith, how do you know when you fit in? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> no. Like, we, did, we never we fit. don't fit. <laughs> Honestly, I think everyone fits in everywhere. Like, it's just a matter of who you feel, like, the most comfortable around. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't have to hide, like, who you are and, like, mm-hmm. how you act. And... You won't uh, feel as anxious. You won't feel as stressed. Because that's something I feel a lot. Yeah. Like, I know I'm in the wrong crowd of people when I have a hard time being myself or even figuring out what myself is, if that makes sense. Like, I forget how I even act normally. And then there's certain people I'm around where I'm like, oh, this is me. Like, this is the version of myself that I know and love. Like, why isn't she coming out around certain people? And I'm like, oh, that's yeah, because... we just talked about this. Yeah, I'm like, that's because I put up this guard. And I'm like, wait a second. Maybe these aren't really my people. And maybe this isn't the energy that I should be surrounding myself with. Yeah, I always thought I was, like, fake. Because I was, like, mm-hmm. acting different around, like, certain friends. And then I came to realize, I was like... The, the, like, when I feel the best is when I'm around the people that, like, I fit in with and that, like, really love me for me. Mm-hmm. And then when I feel like I'm being closed off or quiet, it's usually when I'm around people that, like, I don't know. They don't, like, they don't hype me up. Yeah, they don't hype me up. <laughs> Not even hype me up, up, but, like, they don't just match the energy. The energy. Yeah. Always surround yourself with people that match your energy. And if they're not matching your energy, just step away. Distance yourself. Drift yourself away a little bit because you deserve... You can love them from afar. Yes. You totally can love people from afar. And you can still have a friendship, a strong friendship, without being together 24-7. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize is that sometimes it's healthier for certain friendships to be from afar. 
to have more distance, to, yeah, you guys get what I'm saying. Moving on to the next question box. All right, another, another little selection from the question box is how do you balance work and life? And I think this is a very hard one that I'm still navigating, and I've talked about it in so many episodes. I always feel like I've figured out how to do it, but somehow I never really do. But I think that's because it's just going to be an ever-changing thing to figure out because sometimes I want to prioritize work and sometimes I want to prioritize life, and I think I'm excited to go home to prioritize work, and I'm giving myself this last week that I have here to prioritize life and memories and I don't know it's been really cool for me to understand lately that the more life I experience the more creative passion and ideas that I have for work if that makes sense so when it comes to balancing work and life make sure you're living your life because that's what's going to inspire you to do your best work and and find your real passion and and all that stuff yeah you need the things that excite you you need like the little like the little pushes the little moments the little <laughs> in life, the little moments, the little podcast. moments podcast in your life that like excites you and makes you like sparks the creative side of you and gives you a little something more to like work for and like dream for than mm-hmm. just work. Like work is really important too, but life... what's the point of working if you don't know what you're working for yeah. or what you're working towards? And if you really do figure out what your your passion is or your purpose is, it won't really feel that much like work. Yeah, it's fun to dream, it's fun to create, and, like, sometimes you just need to do that. You need to have life, let life be life. Let life be life. That, if you're going to take away anything from this episode, let life be, let, okay. Live, love, laugh, life. Yes. Lexi. Guys, the sun is going down right now, and I just keep getting distracted because I just keep looking at it, and it looks so beautiful. I wish you guys could see, but, oh, wait, I think you can, because I think this is on YouTube, and I don't know if you're watching on YouTube, but if you are... Hello. This is actually very confusing because the mic is, like, here, but the camera's over there. I forgot that that was... Me too. But, anyways, moving on. Also, you know, it's really weird to think that Meredith and I recorded an episode together, but tell me that doesn't feel like it was years ago. No, it it really does. It feels like so long ago. So much has shifted. That was... We were deep in season one. Actually, season one was kind of wrapping up when we were... Yeah. Finishing it. I would say the end of season one, like the last few episodes of season one were those first few months that we were back in Hawaii. Yeah. I felt it. No. I felt it. And then it all just clicked for me. The official last day of season one was when Sophie left. Yeah. Guys, I I wish we could have had Sophie on the podcast. (gasps) Who's Sophie? Please tell them. Sophie is my literal sister. Um, We were pen pals in eighth grade. It's our our biggest story. We tell it to everyone. (laughs) It's a party trick. No, it's a party trick. And we, she was my, like, foreign exchange student for two weeks. I was, like, her host family. And she visited me a couple times in, like, 2015, 2016, 2017, I think. And then COVID hit, and she, I hadn't seen her in, like, four or five years. Holy crap. Yeah. And we just kept in touch the whole time. And then she came out here in November for a month. And then she surprised my family out here, and they got to stay with me and do the whole little... Hawaii experience with us. Yes, it was. And then Sophie amazing. was here for like a while. She was here for like a month. Yeah. And anyways, Sophie's like the best ever. So if you're listening to this, we miss you so much. <laughs> but she had to leave the other day, so that was a little sad. That was very sad. She lives in Denmark. I don't know if I dropped that. I don't know if you fact. Did. Anyways, Mary and I, I go. I'm coming too, even though <laughs> I didn't even quite get the invite. I'm just hopping on the train. 
We're going to Denmark at some point. Period. Soon. No, I'm, I'm... Package deal. You guys live in Denmark. Uh, <laughs> teach us how to speak Danish. I was going to say something in Danish, but I don't say it. I... Go. I, Go. I mm, the only thing that I know... Say your mom. Dinmoi. 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 That means your mom. That Danish. means your mom. Meredith and I can't stop saying your mom and these nuts. Meredith is the one who started D's Nuts. D's Anula. That's D's Nuts in Danish. D's Anula. Okay, yeah. there you guys go. We're learning <laughs> a new language. Okay, next one on the question box, and then we're going to go because I think that Mary and I are just a little bit delusional and keep uh, getting unfocused. Yes. this was one that I loved in the question box because it was just so relatable for the both of us. <laughs> being okay with being single. Um, I think I just love being single. I think there's so much beauty in only having to be responsible for yourself and how you feel and falling in love with yourself before falling in love with someone else because I think when it comes to relationships, what a lot of people do will will just fill a void, like they're missing the love for themselves and then when someone else can provide that for them, they're like, oh, okay, like this is real, this is love, this is what I need when the reality of it is that you just need to learn to love yourself and then you'll be very content with where you are. I'm kind of on the other side of the spectrum for this one. Um, <laughs> I mean, I agree with everything that you said. That is, I go, those are all really great points. Those are really great points, but here's how I feel. But um, being okay with being single, hmm. So, fun fact, I am a pro at watching all of my friends get into relationships <laughs> or, like, talking stages or whatever you want to call it these days. But right. I'm just the pro <laughs> at being the third wheel, whatever. And so... Being okay with being single is a really big struggle, I feel like, lately. If you guys want to know. The She's real like, truth. if I'm really going to spill it all out on <laughs> I start crying. I hate it. <laughs> it, it's, it is tough because you want to, like, you want to be loved and you want to, like, feel, like, that reciprocated back towards you instead of just being, like, a simp all the time because, like, guilty. Um, we've, but... That's another conversation <laughs> I've had in the past four days. I think we've talked about being simps or, like, who's a simp and who's not. Yeah, times. and it's always me the simp. Like Marriage I just is have, definitely a simp. I'm just a hopeless romantic. I just think that I'm gonna turn around, like, and then I'm gonna look him in the eyes. And I'm gonna be like, "That's my husband." Because maybe you will. And that's what I'm banking on. So, like, my point of being okay with being <laughs> single is that I know that God has my perfect person laid out for me. Like, I know that it'll come at the time, and it'll be seamless. And it'll be seamless because I think of all the other like guys or whatever that I, you know, thought I liked, and if I would have actually been in a relationship with any of them during those periods of my life, it would have been a disaster. Yeah. Because I was not secure with myself at all. Yeah, that's one of the realizations I've also come to understand. I think the older that I'm getting, the more I'm realizing, okay, like, I'm I'm old now. Like, I'm not just dating to really have fun. Like, if I'm going to date someone, it has to be someone that I I could potentially see a solid future with. And I'll get myself in all these little complicated little talking situations and then I'll really (laughs) sit back and think like this isn't the person I would spend the rest of my life with like I think there's someone out there who's going to check off all the boxes that just kind of align with like not necessarily what I want to do but like how I want to be in a relationship and I don't know I think that being okay with being single is just being patient and Mm -hmm. in the meantime making sure that you're loving yourself and you're not just looking for someone to fill you with love Instead of you loving you. Yeah. If that makes sense. Your person's going to come when you least expect it and when you're, like, like when you're 110%, like, confident in yourself Mm -hmm. and, like, secure with who you are and, like, what you want. And if you're, like, wishy-washy, you know, with 
if you even love yourself, like, how are you, how is someone else going to... Yeah, and then also, it's hard to find yourself in a relationship if you are still figuring out, like, who you are. So, it's going to come to you once you've reached that best version of yourself, that truest version of yourself. And it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) And anyways, in the meantime, just single, all the single ladies, put your hand up. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with being single, girls. (laughs) No, there's really not. I I am honestly, I love being single. And I think that we all should love it because it just gives us so much more time to figure ourselves out, to meet new people. You don't have to deal with drama. You don't have to worry about making guy friends or, I don't know. Relationship seems like a lot of work. I don't have enough uh, emotional capacity for a lot of work right now, I'll say. So, yeah, we're all young. There's no need for us to rush into a relationship. It's going to come when it's ready to come, and it's going to feel right. And it'll be magical. Magical, easy, and that's that. (laughs) Anyways, the next thing that we're going to talk about is someone asked if we play pranks on each other. I just thought we'd answer that, plain and simple. I don't even know. No. No, I wouldn't say we play pranks, but we definitely mess with each other. It's not even, like, pranks. It's just, like, I'll, like, smack Lexi with a shirt or something. Yeah. As of lately, me and Meredith fight. Or, like, pour water. Yeah. Um, No, the other day. They sound like really lame pranks, but, like. They're not lame pranks in the moment, okay? Guys, if you have any good pranks, DM them to me and I'll do that. No, 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 no. Actually, that would be kind of funny. (laughs) I need ideas. Please, is This is a good idea. Okay, DM pranks to Mare and please don't. Get, don't get me hurt or anything. Hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever, and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care. So give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. Anyways, we're (laughs) rambling, we're rambling, but I do want to answer one more thing. Okay. Okay, the last thing that we're going to talk about before we close off this little episode is, well, first of all, Merit's going to tell her tell you her favorite comfort movies because she made me watch one of them, and it was the best thing that we ever did, so she right. didn't say I told you so, and now she can tell you. I told you so. Um, I'm very passionate about my comfort movies. The Justin Bieber. I get really close <laughs> to the mic. I'm like, the Justin Bieber movie. No, Justin, we're never saying ever. Um, Pitch Perfect. Mean Girls. Okay, and There's a couple mine others, but. are The Notebook, and I'm honestly not very good at movies, but yeah, last one we're answering, and I actually mean it this time, is how to keep a friendship strong, and I, I, I'm going to keep it simple, just love your friends, make them feel loved, and just, just, yeah, like it doesn't even have to be deeper than that. You just got to pour into your friends. You never know what they need on the days, like if they're having a bad day. And, like, just making them feel seen and heard and loved and, like, that their feelings are valid is so key. Yeah, like, when Meredith has a headache, you just let her drink your whole water bottle. (laughs) 
<laughs> even if you wanted some water. Even if I had a headache. Even if she had it. Anyways, no. Just be nice <laughs> to your friends, okay? You wouldn't want to see your friends. You don't want your friends to be mean to you, okay? Treat your friends how you want to be treated. I was just going to say My that. mom always says Took that. The words right out of my Mothers mouth. always tell you to no. treat others how you would want to be treated, mm-hmm. and that's honestly key. It's a very It's a very key quote. So if you're going to take away anything from this, treat people the way that you want to be treated. <laughs> it's like the most basic quote where, like, you know if what? you take anything out of this, like, well, Take this Pinterest quote. So has everything happened for a reason, but that one, like, stuck. True. Okay, that fine. One definitely fine, stuck. I'll let you have your moment. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I feel like we can do this forever. We could. This is kind of fun. Me and Meredith would just ramble on and on and on. Oh, also, a different variation of that is that you have to treat yourself the way that you want others to treat you because if you're constantly hating on yourself and you're treating yourself badly and you're making fun of yourself and you're being unkind, people are going to see that that's how you treat yourself and you're basically opening... A door for them to treat you the exact same way so not only do you need to treat other people with kindness and love and compassion but you have to treat yourself with kindness and love and compassion and I'm gonna end on that note any wise words I wow that was that was actually really good isn't that a good one wow yeah anyways wow, I, I don't even, that. I, I'm speechless guys <laughs> but Meredith's gonna say our goodbyes now Bye, guys. That was so weak. <laughs> it's been really great. I started crying. Meredith's like, all right, finally. This guys, I miss over. you already. No. Don't kick me off the podcast. No, Meredith is welcome on the podcast okay. anytime she wants to be on the podcast, which will probably be more often than not, especially if we're hanging out all summer. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't really know what this podcast was or what we even talked about, but I hope there was something that you... We're going to take away from it. We're and living I, in the moment. We yeah. were answering questions in we the moment. We were in this moment. In this moment. In this moment. Right here, right now. Period. In the treehouse. In the treehouse. Watching house. the sunset. And Peaches is in here. Listening oh. to, well, you need to give your moment podcasters a name. Like the, mo- the moment. No. I don't think I want to, I don't want to do the whole name thing. They're just my friends. <laughs> okay, You guys fine. are my friends. And I love you. And I'm grateful for you. And I will talk to you next Monday. And don't forget to do all the, you know, the, the, the downloading, the, the liking, rating, if you want to do it. If not, it's okay. We'll figure it out. But I love you. Have a good day. Okay, bye. Enjoy this moment. Bye. Bye. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.